to university abroad, that's the dream for many, many people. It's a privilege many times. And uh, funny enough, it's becoming for at least some countries, for some from people more possible to do so, at least in Europe, for you to move from one country to the other one to go to uni. But at the same time, on a global level, the cost of attending university, even in your own country, is getting increasingly higher. Um, what we want to talk about today a little bit is our experience as two immigrants who moved to a uh, Western European country to go to university. And we would like to discuss in general, yeah, was it worth it? And what would we have done differently knowing now if we could go back in time? Um, yeah, so once again, we uh, are two friends. We met at uni a while back. We're very lucky that we got to study abroad in Western Europe in a culture that is very different from, from ours. And yeah, let's just dive into it. So to start, what was great about going to university uh, in the Netherlands? So for me, I uh, am the Eastern European side of this podcast. <laughs> so I have a totally different background compared to you, but we shared this cool experience together. Uh, so for me, it was, it was a really eye-opening experience in the sense that uh, I really had uh, the opportunity to get in contact with like a lot of different people different cultures i think that uh, maybe for somebody living in uh, in uh, western europe or america it's pretty normal because uh, you have contact with, with people from different areas but coming from from where i come from you don't really have so much diversity so that was a really cool experience because i really had the, the ability and the time to understand this this, the, the way that people are, the, the different cultures interact with each other and how, how, how this really, uh, this, this opened my eyes to, to this, to, 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 to this phenomena. So uh, that was one side, but on the education side, uh, it was, uh, it was nice because, uh, also coming from, from, from the background that I came from, we had a really different approach for us. High school was a really tough it was easy and tough in the same time so we had a really vast uh, curriculum that we had to really dig through to pass our exams but in uh, in in other ways uh, in other subjects let's say math was important and uh, science was important but other areas were not so important and uh, but do you feel it it prepared you for university do you feel it, that it you're prepared it prepared you in in some core in some core, uh, let's say, uh, subjects. But as an experience here, it really taught me that you really need to have a 360 approach where you everything is taken really seriously and you really mm -hmm. need to be really thorough through all your subjects and to, to whatever you do, you know? So it was a really different approach. Like people were really taking serious all the subjects and really like focusing and the teachers were really, uh, into all the subjects there there was no difference in that so i think that was like in my first year what was that was like oh maths will be more important than the other no 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 you, you could still fail the other one <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah for, the expectations for, for, were yeah, different yeah but uh, as a as a whole i think it was a good experience but to be honest uh, i'm not sure if it's 
if it's uh, it it was nice because it it taught me a lot how to think how to approach different situations but uh, if i think about sub like each subject i'm not sure it helped that much you know maybe it introduced me to to the to the subject you know mm-hmm. and maybe it would have been harder for me to really learn about that on my own but i don't feel mm-hmm. like it's something that it was ingrained in my mind and that okay i, I know that marketing thing that i learned forever like i mm-hmm. already like i already had to dig deeper on my own to really learn more than what i learned there so from that that side it's it's i have mixed feelings in the sense that was it 100% efficient i don't think so but it really mm-hmm. helped me like uh, it really helped in, to introduce me in maybe to to some areas well yeah what do you think i agree with quite a few things you said especially the uh diversity part i guess because mm-hmm. yeah you, you know you i think uh, we, we came from different countries right i'm from south america and it's funny because the culture in the netherlands was very different and also i thought all the time oh the city i'm from you know it's a huge city i know mm-hmm. i've experienced diversity but i hadn't really so that was the coolest part mm-hmm. and by diversity i mean really being surrounded by people from completely different parts of the world and that was very cool i really liked that part yeah. uh and to see also like, for example, that, you know, countries that maybe you don't know much about, like I met so many, made so many good friends from Eastern Europe and I found out that uh, for better or worse, even uh, the Polish, the Romanian, even the Bulgarian cultures share a lot of similarities with the one from my country. So that was an interesting thing to experience. Um, and also I, th- yeah, before we, we can d- d- go be deeper later about what could have been better, but I think this the the social aspect was surprisingly exciting that you get to meet people and you know sometimes it takes a little while but there is so much to learn everything is so new but I just think that the problem solving in general that it took regardless of I'm even not talking about the content whatever you study whether it's maths economics gender studies doesn't matter I'm talking about just the fact that you you have the privilege of moving away from your hometown from wherever you've been living for a while and have to kind of almost not fully crash into adulthood because to be honest, when we started, I didn't pay any bills. So I feel like I really was a kid still, but getting the experience of going to a place where I did not speak the language, you didn't speak the language either and figuring out, oh shit, I need to figure out uh, the bureaucracy behind sorting out the rent, the bureaucracy about this, the bureaucracy about that. And I, and it's funny because I have seen many friends of mine, man, because my culture is more typical. They still live with their parents, you know? Now, of course, because there's a pandemic, it's not so easy to <laughs> move out. But it's not so weird in my culture for people to stay, to live with their parents until their 30s. And that, not always, but many times it means they never really, dude, it's ridiculous, but they never really, you know, had to do so many chores at the house, at yeah, home. It's a bit I ridiculous, agree. but it happens. They have maids. Yeah. yeah so I agree. that part... It's interesting because it, it, it for me it's also a bit hard to distinguish because it was a full experience. Like this had a really big impact on me. Like living on my own, like as a kid in a different country where I don't speak the language, I have to handle all like what you said, like bills and stuff, like and take care of things that I I never had to take care of and myself take care of myself <laughs> cook and all that do, do laundry and all the things yeah. <laughs> you never thought 
but yeah so that that had a really big impact and i think in the first year at least it had a way bigger impact than than the university like than the education so i think that was a bigger shock for me than than what i was doing in school to be honest uh, yeah 100% but i think it's a it's a really complex experience because we maybe for somebody coming from from uh, uh, western europe if, like if you're a dutch student it probably you don't have this cultural for sure you don't have this cultural shock and maybe you don't have any like you don't feel a big difference because you're still in your country you're still maybe in a different city but it's a bit more sim like familiar so maybe it's yeah. just the education part that's that's different uh and even there you maybe you can find similarities with the high school system in the netherlands but uh for us yeah it was a like a full 360 experience where you had to to figure out everything and like also you had to thrive in that you know because you had to pass your exams you had to push forward you had to you you couldn't just coast you know so that is really interesting i think yeah that part uh, uh connecting to one point you made before about that it was tough and uh wondering even to what extent we're prepared yeah, I I, see, I I liked the educational part. I liked the challenge. It was very tough. We had uh, exams every three weeks throughout most of the bachelors. So that was pretty intense. But now uh, to be to give more context, I feel like we, we talked about what was really good about it. Now we're diving into a little bit what was not so great. It was a bit yeah. challenging <laughs> just to give another structure. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's bad, but for me, I, I like I'm very lucky. I got to, in my home country, go to good schools. I'm incre incredibly fortunate in this regard. But the education system as a whole back in my country is not the best on a global level. So I felt that there were definitely gaps for me. And when I say gaps, it's more specifically, for example, the fact that I hadn't really studied statistics before we started. I didn't have that as a, because it was not part of the curriculum or even calculus. It's ridiculous. In my high school, we got as far as imaginary numbers and stuff like that, which you, it's used as a, for in some engineering courses, but some really essential things such as statistics, probability, really some very high level. So I did find that I had to catch up a lot. So that was a bit stressful. But that's not so, so much that it was, you know, it was more my problem, not so much the course, but being specific about what wasn't so, uh, Great, right? Uh, like you were saying, the, it, it, it was intense. It was very intense, very academic. And many times I felt like I, I put so many hours on things. And sometimes even if you get a good grade and you feel like, okay, I, in a way you feel good about it. Okay, I actually mastered kind of this topic. It, not everything had a very practical application. Yeah. And, you know, it was more like you were saying before. It kind of helped me to learn how to learn and to structure my thoughts. So the content itself, I wouldn't say like was groundbreaking, especially the first year or so. It was more about, okay, uh, suddenly, you know, you're by yourself. There is, you don't have family there. You need to really get, just put yourself out there to meet people and everything. And in the middle of that, also handling pretty intense workload where, which was, you know, it was not uh, organized easily for us. Like it was in high school, it was a big gap. You know, it was just like, okay, there's these topics, you know, there's a list of exercises you read. 100 pages you have in three weeks you have an exam about this and the and, and the and the format as well to be fair because we had some really good teachers but sometimes i remember our lectures dude the first year like two hours 70 slides yeah it's what the way they presented content it was it, it was clear that many of the teachers they didn't really work in the private sector i guess or i don't know i, I 
or they did some only consulting on the side because the way they explained the structure, it was, yeah, that, yeah, that's something that I would say kind of a negative, but that's not just about studying abroad. I think in general, there's a huge gap between academia and work and the habits they try to totally uh, nudge you to develop. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. That's uh, one thing that I think people who go through this now, or maybe people who listen to this who have kids that will go through university, uh, I think, yeah, you just need to understand that this is a process, that it's basically designed to be like this and to teach you to be more organized, to be more structured. And it gives you, it forces you to learn in a in a in a very systematic way and to develop yourself you know like this so i think you you just need to embrace basically the process and to to adapt as fast as you can like you have this maybe a year this is the first year where you really learn to adapt and you have the adaptation where you leave the social one and the educational one mm -hmm. So basically, you need to to understand that that's what because for me I think that was difficult because I didn't really expect it, so mm -hmm. I didn't understand this before, so it surprised me in the sense that I was thinking it's gonna be kind of what I was doing before, but I'm gonna be alone maybe so it was like very simply mm -hmm. sim simplified in my mind. I didn't understand it's gonna be a whole new let's say approach where you have to to really uh, uh, face like and uh, uh, face this whole big big load of uh, curriculum that you have to 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 pass exams every three weeks and to go through it really push it yeah, yeah. push yeah push there and then you have to 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 learn to get to do everything on your own and also one big hype i think this is more for the netherlands dude it's the student life you know that you hear about <laughs> it and that i had this in my mind that it's gonna be like a party first year is gonna be really cool and chill and we're gonna have like frat houses or shit like that and it was really <laughs> not like that that's where we went no not at all and not at all <laughs> it was completely different so maybe for somebody going in the states you know i don't know maybe not in like a very like high level university maybe it's like the first year it's a bit more chill you can part you can like adapt to that social part first and the academic part is not like hardcore on you but we had to adapt like to a very intense rhythm on the academic side no that's that's a very good point because uh just i think to give more context to people who have never even heard of the netherlands maybe or never you know considered this like in our basically now a year and i had some good friends of mine that unfortunately kind of had to were invited to leave to put it in a nicer way because you of all the subjects you had you could only have i think at most three subjects that you didn't pass by yeah, the end you, of the year fail only but that did not subjects. include yes but that did not include the very first math statistics one that was pretty intense because if you didn't pass that by the end of the first year basically you couldn't continue so again i think point being is that yeah what you what you said it was there, there was a huge mismatch in my expectations because also I was thinking, oh my God, Netherlands, oh, I could, and it's Amsterdam, right? So I was thinking, oh my God, Amsterdam is going to be fun, <laughs> party center and everything. Well, sure, it could be nice, but essentially, yeah, it was really, and I mean, in a way it's nice because I feel like, you know, we learned a lot, I learned to learn, learn to handle pressure, but it was definitely tougher 
from the beginning than I expected. I agree with you. I was, and even the whole concept, because I was thinking before about, because in my first year, but in housing can be a completely different discussion because it was a night as well <laughs> to find a house, especially if you don't, if you're not Dutch in the Amsterdam. But my, I remember, man, the first, when I arrived, dude, I, I got to my uh, student house, if you will. And I mentioned this to you before, but it was like on the ground floor, really nice location. I could, I could even walk to university like in 15 minutes. So it was pretty sweet, not too far from central station, but I just remember getting there and realizing, oh, there's like 11 rooms and people had just moved in. But when I got there, everybody's kind of jet lagged and a bit shy, but most importantly, there were mice. Yeah. That, that's what I remember straight away. That was my, cause I had, I, it was an 11 hour long flight. I got there with my ex-girlfriend and uh, I get there and I met this uh, very friendly, nice um, Chinese uh, flatmate. She was like, dude, shell shocked because she was in there. I remember vividly, I got to the kitchen and she was like kind of almost uh, recoiling to herself. She was very friendly towards me and she was just telling, oh my God, the mice and this and that. And I just remember the first time I got there because apparently people who lived there before, they had thrown a party. And I don't know what they did with the freezer, but they left shit in the freezer. It was disgusting. So we had to get a new freezer. But that was like my very first impression on the social part that we're talking about. That, uh, yeah, so we, I got there like you, I think, expecting. It's going to be like kind of party center from the beginning and you get to kind of climatize yourself a bit and it'll be very easy to meet people. But it wasn't like this at the beginning. I remember also I because I was a genius, I, I missed part of the interweek. So when you start, that, that's a nice thing that they do. Uh, before university uh, begins, they organize this kind of like a introduction week in which you try to have all the students, international students specifically, get to know each other and meet one another and stuff. But it was funny because I found, first of all, I, I, I was late on for the first day of this because I had to do some bureaucratic things that I didn't plan so well. I got the wrong tram, so it was a, <laughs> it was a nightmare. <laughs> but when I got there, it's funny because I met some, I already met some cool people on the very first day, but it was funny that it, people were not so open. I think everybody was kind of nervous. Everybody was kind of... Yeah, I agree with you. That was a big... Uh, 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 for me, it was a big shock because I, expect, I was expecting people to be a bit more open and to be a bit more friendly in the beginning. They, like you would meet a few people but there were still like uh, not everybody was like very open about it like they they were a bit shy no, they didn't want to like okay we're all in this together we don't know each other so let's get to know each other they were a bit more reluctant and they i found that a bit strange in the beginning also yeah i saw yeah i, I and which, which is fine because i feel like for many people it's a, it's a big step right to move abroad you don't have uh if you're not dutch you know you, you leave left your family you know it's it's a big thing to leave your main social circle so but that's yeah but i was i was also surprised so it took a little longer to really meet a lot of people i i was luckily i think i met some people from the beginning but still i i expected uh, like you said for people to be more open and one thing that also was not ideal i guess or great man it took me so much time to make dirt and I like, I, I think I'm nice enough, you know what I mean? Usually I, I think I'm fairly extroverted. So I don't re recall, you know, unless if you think about like primary school, struggling, oh, I'm not, it's tough to meet people. But to meet the locals, man, Jesus, it took so, I think I yeah. really made my first Dutch friend on my second year. That's how long it took. And not because they're not nice, but like you're saying, like, no, they're super nice, but it's just people there, they have already, it's a culture thing as well, to be fair. I think in our cultures where it's more common to just like, you know, 
welcome as many people in your network as possible. But in, in the Netherlands, it's not quite. So people are very much like, yeah, the, the divide between friend and acquaintance is way bigger than in our yeah. cultures, I guess. Agree, yeah. And they have all the friends from high school, friends from part-time jobs, friends or whatever. So they were not, they definitely were not as open the, at the beginning. So very few, a few, I'm sure it's just a numbers game. If, I, if, I had yeah. to, if we really had tried, but for yeah, so Dutch, that was kind of like. A, for Dutch people, yeah, it was, uh, it was harder to make Dutch friends in the beginning, especially because as you said, many of them already had like friends from high school. They knew people, they had like, they were in the environment already. So uh, they they were not very open to make new friends like you have to let's say easy in to to it would take a bit of time because you would you would, you would be acquaintances you would say hi you would talk do small talk but you were like friends close friends you wouldn't it it was a bit more uh, it, it's a bit different than what we were used to I think yeah a hundred percent but then okay so we covered what's awesome what was good about it we covered a little bit about what was not as we expected so what would you do differently looking back if you had the information that you have today back then oh if i had all the information that i have now 80 percent can be 80 percent i would do a lot of things differently but uh, <laughs> let's say if i have only the basic information i would i would think i would prepare myself mentally to to really uh, to, to to really try to adapt as fast as as much as i can to the process and to really try to to understand that it's a thing that's also you, you also get used to it you know so you know you need that period of time to pass and those experience to accumulate in order to level up a bit and to get used to it because after the first year it would become a bit more easier like life would be way more easy so uh, I think in the beginning, not to have such a big shock, you just need to go through through some some stuff and to to really don't have like not have any expectation. Just have embrace everything like a, an experience and try to to focus on some big goals. Like okay, make some friends on the social part, get used to living alone, and on the education part, just pass your exams. That's that's all you need to do. And yeah, if you if you have want to have higher standards go to a cum laude program and have like the highest grades but uh, i think just just have big big goals and follow those and uh, when you get there just don't have any high expectations don't expect a party don't expect like just see how how the atmosphere is and adapt fast like okay if it's gonna be a bit hardcore just okay it's gonna be hardcore let this pass i i think that would be my approach now, maybe because I'm older now and I, I'm not such in a rush like I was back then. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I think those would be like the, the bigger lessons. And uh, I think, because I think the whole process of learning and becoming a bit of a different person, it takes a bit more time. So it's not gonna be done in the first part of university, but then it's really important until the end to really try to get some embed those principles that they try to to share with you like become more thorough be structured be like um, I, I think that's the goal overall until you finish to really become and master master that ability you know to to study to really like be i don't know how to say it be be 
become more professional maybe in what you do mm -hmm. try to have a really like smart approach when you when you really want to learn it took me a while to find a way to be smart about it so to be concrete right so we had a lot of we had these exams every three weeks one thing i would have done differently now is to kind of realize that i don't have to learn everything on the syllabus because it's not all going to be in the exams the first thing so the scoping parts what i would have done differently from the beginning is to for example regardless of the subject really use previous exams from the beginning because that would have saved some time that's something i only learned later so like even in the first week because our courses were like um most times uh six well eight weeks long so three weeks then a uh, midterm then weeks and then the final exam but as soon as possible try to scope things so because there are so much information every class about you can eat too many things and it's not feasible to be the master of everything so it's important also yeah maybe you don't want to do that as well there are other things in life that are important like sleeping like you know having some kind of social life so this scoping i would have done differently like really based okay there are like 10 things on the first lecture but then I look on the previous exams and I say, oh, of this part, only really three. So then I try to form that. So being scoping, that's something definitely I would have, I would have done differently. Uh, I guess it you know, sounds very maybe cringy or kind of too <laughs> hippie now, but actually like meditating and stuff like that. I do find the stress. I did not handle stress. Well, no, for real. Like you would have. <laughs> I, I don't think any 19-year-old will start meditating <laughs> no i know yeah but that's yeah you're right maturity level that's true because also i remember i had uh i had uh my mom would say that to me you know like ah, come on it's, you know I, I didn't take it i wasn't ready i understand it's easier to with my mindset today but that's just on the pressure academic part on the social part i think what i would have done what i would do differently is also to like you know nothing is ever awesome all the time you know, you can be living in your country, you can, that's just life. And I think uh, at the beginning, right, sometimes when you didn't know, when we didn't have like you, I didn't know everybody. And, and when I, f I found out, Jesus, I, you know, my family is not here. My oldest friends are not here. Uh, my ex-girlfriend, she moved to her country. And it's like, okay, I, I was very weird because I really, I love meeting. It's important to me. I'm, I'm an extrovert. When I, when at the beginning, I didn't have a, uh, so many people to meet at first and have a weekend where, oh shit, I don't have that many plans. That was very, you know, it's okay as well. It's part of the, I, fe I felt quite, it was pretty shitty at the beginning, but I think I just, I liked perspective, which I have more now. But sometimes it's fine. You just moved. Sometimes you're not, yeah, it takes a while to meet very cool people. It takes a while to meet people that are, you know, the same wavelength are ready to, you know, go to bars and stuff like that. Yeah, agree. And that's it fine. It can be a bit intimidating. Not, yeah. Because I guess in our coaches, I came from, you know, very lucky, like back, in, back home, you know, you have, oh, you know, a lot, quite a few people big circle every weekend there's something every time you want to do something people are very open and for us this shock i think especially in holland because we didn't it's a bit beyond the scope of the discussion but in the netherlands as well people the dutch people they're so obsessed about calendars right so they're not very spontaneous in general so every time you try to schedule something it was not like hey let's shall we do something on friday or sorry do something tonight no it's like oh I, they need to check their calendar which is fucking ridiculous you know i think still what one one of the things that i hated the most and it never got better is when i tell somebody that okay let's get a coffee and then they give me a date next week exactly it's yeah ridiculous. <laughs> if i met you now and i tell you like if, if i met you on the street or at university and let's say let's get grab a coffee i mean like today or tomorrow the latest yeah. like i don't need that. i don't i i'm not interested in scheduling something for 
for in the next uh, week or week and a half when you have like time to get a coffee you know like <laughs> that's that's one thing a cultural thing that uh, it really bothered me to be honest and i, I took it a bit yeah. offense i was a bit offended in the beginning i was like come on like, <laughs> you have half an hour to yeah. grab a coffee or a beer or something like you don't need to schedule if you're, if you're a student also you know <laughs> yeah yeah a hundred percent people get uh <laughs> Yes, I, I, that's, I honestly, that's, that's not so much a learning. I still struggle with this. I find yeah, it, I, I don't do. know, man, there's, it's, it just, it feels so inorganic to, I understand like, at work, you know, I completely understand, you know, we need to schedule things, but on my personal life, it just, it feels like work, all the scheduling. That's very cultural here, you know, yeah. like I thought it was a joke at first, but dude, I mean, I live with a Dutch girl now. Everybody has a calendar in their bathroom. It's an obsession. It's very weird, man. It's very, I don't know. It's. I kind of get it, but I don't at the same time because it's so far from what I'm used to. But uh, I think what's cool to discuss a little bit as well is going beyond just like going to this university in the Netherlands or the American, doesn't matter. Like, do you think that university in general, the way it's done, is it kind of outdated? Does it prepare you well enough for work in your experience? Uh, Content-wise, I think not enough to be honest i would i would expect a bit more uh, more on that side and i would expect especially in the later years to to discuss a bit more like to to get to 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 get some skills that would really help you like either become more specialized on something on a skill or on on a, on a subject let's say that really teaches you specializes you on i don't know something that's related to a, to a career or become, discuss more, a bit more ideas, you know, like try to, to, to have a, a, a better of understanding the world, analyzing, let's say a market, uh, uh, have a, this bird's eye view for me in the university, I, I don't think I found it where you could really understand in a, from a business perspective, what's happening in the market, how you can interpret some, some phenomena. How, I feel like that missed a bit. Like it, it was not very analytical from that point of view. It was just, okay, you learn this subject, you have this syllabus, you have this book, go figure it out, but we're not gonna stay and discuss ideas too much or things that happen in, in the economy or things like that. It's not very applied to, to the real world. And uh, I think that's one thing that I would really change. And uh, also the, the subjects that you do, for us at least, I've heard in other educational systems a bit more different. This, this way where you really need to teach yourself a lot, it's good, I think. And it's valuable, for, especially for, for this era. But sometimes I think it would be nice to have a bit more help and to have a program that kind of teaches you more and you go through it and learn more. Because many times I've found myself that I don't even need to go to the university. I just have to read that book and to go through the syllabus and to read the, read the lecture slides. And it's kind of good enough. So it was good and bad in the same time. Like with the preferred a course that I could really enjoy going to and discuss in the tutorials, something that I would find valuable. I, I always found that it was 
a bit shallow what they did in the, the teaching side a hundred percent i think yeah for i think we've had a handful of really really good teachers that they were engaging and everything but i, I really recognize what you're saying as well many times you know I, i'm sure that they knew they were experts and they were nice enough people but when it came down to really you know sharing knowledge uh selling a story and making it worth you know waking up early for me to go there and you know i i, I agree with you it was I mean, I think it's tough as well because I find that there's that that's a whole different discussion. But I do many times. I'm not sure how much control they had about the curriculum, and there was a lot of content. So I'm I'm, I'm sure it's it's easy enough to just point fingers. And if you have so much content per lecture, it's hard to make it a, turn that into a TED talk. But I, I I agree with you on that. And about your other point regarding the applications, yeah, as well because especially in our course, and it was luckily it's a well-ranked uni, and for our course especially. But yeah, the the, the during the lecture time or we think the study hours if you will these discussions they were not really fostered right it was more yeah. like oh there's so much there's shit loads of pressure just figure it out pass the test i mean there were options on the side that they would bring speakers to the you know but it wasn't really connected say as in you had to that you had to attend and then talk about it with the teacher it was very much like if you like this stuff which yeah fair enough uh but yeah, looking, so the broader question here, which is like, does it prepare you for work? Does it, man, I think it's, it's really tough. I find that it's, in a way, the short answer is no. I think it's, it's prepared many times. I think that's a common theme in our conversation so far that it's like, it's more about the how tackling, not the content as much, at least in our field, right? I guess, of course, if you go to law school, medical school, then of course the content matters way more. But in our case, it's really more about the structure of thought, how to tackle things. Um, but still, it's, I, I felt many times that, yeah, it was dry. It wasn't really, uh, to, be, to be concrete, because now it sounds, I'm being very broad. Like, I, one thing that really was, not only was it not taught, but actually was Nets was had a negative influence in the way in a skill to the job market is presenting. So we had a lot of actually presentation course and classes, but they were really not that amazing. I mean, when I was doing it, oh, that's pretty cool that they're they're giving us a present a, a presentation class, if you will. And then they would like ref use this jargon saying, "Then attend to need to start a presentation with something that catches the attention." What, what? No, that was at at that point in time, it sounded pretty cool. Some of the courses we had, but looking at my experience, especially with consulting at first, man, it was complete bullshit. And just the whole way, no, because no, to be concrete, like, so when we write, we had a lot of course, especially in the first year about academic papers to get around, okay, referring sources, APA, that's very important. But regarding the structure, regarding selling an idea, they were just teaching us things that kind of don't really translate well on the workplace. So for example, we have a paper, we learned this out with the abstract, makes sense, you have an introduction, I mean, to be fair, the abstract is, is, the, is the summary, right? But you start with an introduction, then you have like a look into what has been written before, then you talk about what you try to do, your hypothesis, you have a methodology. But at the end of the day, the, the, the juicy part is what you found, the conclusion. And many times, like abstracts, they don't reflect that so well, they're not well organized. But my point here is that, yeah, when we did search presentations, we kind of had to follow this structure as well. But when you're at work, you never start like this. What you should start always is, what is the problem? Or I concluded this. 
because that's what matters. And then you can go into how we got around it. But basically this whole, this very important thing in public speaking, which is like starting with the why, that was not taught to us at all. And I do think, and I assume that most of our teachers, they didn't have so much experience on the private sector in this way. So they didn't really have to develop that. So that was a very concrete thing that I think didn't translate so well. Um, but also, again, talking about on the broader sense about education and stuff. Yeah, I mean, the world is so complex that I do. I wonder if the way we organize subjects. So, for example, you study, ah, I'm interested in how, you know, monetary policy. Okay, you go do economics. I'm interested in, I don't know, sustainability. Okay, you chemistry, you study biology. I don't know. Probably there's, you know, the other courses. But I find that there's so many interesting questions nowadays that are multidisciplinary that I do, I miss a little bit, at least in our course, this more like that it's not enough to look at just one aspect or that knowledge now it's, it's really widespread. So maybe, for example, instead of focusing, I'm going to study economy, I'm going to study business, perhaps what you're interested in is like a wicked problem. You're interested in sustainability. And to understand sustainability, for example, of course, you need to understand the science behind it. Okay, how, you know, uh, carbon print, what have you. But also you need to understand uh, politics in a way. So the whole thing sanctions how do countries handle that. But you need to understand some economic concepts like incentives. So for example, why would the carbon tax work? Why would it not work? How do we work incentives? So I find that the most interesting, relevant questions, they're really multidisciplinary and that's not taken into account in the way that the bachelors are organized. Yeah, totally. Even though, to be fair, I'm just pointing out, I don't have a solution yet because I am sure that, <laughs> of course, if you were to do an approach that is completely multidisciplinary, then you become the jack of all trades, master of none. So I understand that as well. But I do find I'm missing this in every course. I find that there could be a little bit of a more multidisciplinary, at least organize it according to this, like you scope the topics according to a strategic question. I think that would help also students figure things out because when I'm not sure how it was for you, but. Yeah, when I decided, because I did economics, right? It was really from the perspective I want to understand, honestly, why was my country not doing so well for so long and why other countries were? Because I heard many things. I wanted to understand how wealth was created, how wealth was allocated, and what are the principles in this, and how can you kind of find some best practices so that everybody does better. That was kind of my naive approach, and I thought that by studying economics, I would find the answers. I, I didn't, to be honest. <laughs> I got even more questions. But my point is, if you had phrased, I'm sure to answer this question, I said you'd have to go beyond economics to really, but you tap into political science, you tap into sociology. But if you kind of, if we organize knowledge in this regard, perhaps in or, uh, you can make it easier for people to make choices, and you can make more effective, yeah, produce more effective courses, I guess. Uh, but point being, yeah, I think the, regarding the translation to the workplace, yeah, it's, it's not ideal. And I think in general, the structure of what you learn is also, it can, it can be better, but I do find that's a bigger problem because I think that taps into as well, even how high school is organized, right? Because at the end of the day, it's pretty ridiculous. Okay. I want to do this with my life. And, uh, you know, that's the, course, that's the way to do it. You don't know. You have some idea. And if you're lucky, you even like get, you know, somebody who's done it that you can kind of pick their brain. But like, even for example, if you think of education mostly as a means, it's not a means, uh, a means in itself, but like a means to get a job. But let's say the goal is just this. I want to be able to get a cool job. Even on this, I think very few people, they kind of do this research. 
because there's so many jobs turns away. And many times, you know, the, the job market has changed so much that there are so many, it's the bad, the flip side is that, you know, you can have choice overwhelmment. It's hard to know what you want to do and how to get there, but there's so many ways to get there. And that is also not, that makes this whole debate complicated because, you know, first of all, we're just, we're discussing, oh, it's not deep enough for many times people don't know what they're doing, right? They don't know what they yeah. want to do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And yeah, it's, uh, I, I, th I think the problem, I just find the tricky part with this because it's very easy to point fingers, but what's the, what's the solution then? I, I, I don't know. I don't have a complete, I think honestly it taps into a little bit, um, definitely a little bit of a multidisciplinary part on some of it or structuring it and at least certain uh, things in the bachelors can be a little more linked to the practical, uh, the job market. If you like presenting skills to really say, hey, by the way, we're structuring things in such a way, but actually job markets like this, or even like a jargon course. Like, by the way, guys, agile, you know, because many times people go to internships during the bachelors, they hear this, you have no idea. You have yeah. just a very conceptual. So this kind of link would, would have been nice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And almost rounding it up, but given that we studied there, we covered what was good, what was bad, how we, we mentioned how we didn't translate well to the job market, if will, but did, how did you find it hard to find a job after the bachelor's? After the... Uh, it was pretty hard to be honest, but I don't link it to the, I don't think it's because of the, the university. I think it's because of uh, my nationality a bit more <laughs> and the fact that I didn't speak Dutch. So no, yeah. it's, it's not a, it's not a, a racist thing. It's more that, the 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 competition is quite high and there are not so many companies that only pref only want to speak in english work in english so many of many companies work in dutch and uh, the companies that also work in english they would kind of prefer prefer somebody who who also speak dutch speaks dutch even if they work in english <laughs> let's say it's like yeah <laughs> they're it's not, awesome. because, because the people working there are still dutch and uh, even if mm -hmm. they work in english they they do prefer for from maybe from a social aspect or something, somebody who can speak Dutch as well. So that was the hardest part. And uh, yeah, every time that I got a job, to be honest, I got the reference from somebody that I knew that was working there, and uh, that helps. And uh, to 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 put my foot in the door, and then mm -hmm. so to to get the job. So I think that was a, a good thing. So maybe as for somebody listening. Maybe also if you if you struggle getting a job, maybe try to contact as many people as you can that you know, that can give you a reference, and that can recommend you to to if there there's an opening there. Just uh, it it really helps. It really makes a difference. I think uh, compared to yeah. just applying on LinkedIn and just sending a cold email, it it really helps if they kind of know that somebody knows you and they can kind of say okay it's a good person just give it a shot uh, mm -hmm. but uh, from uh, from from the university side I don't think it was I think it was fine uh, like anyway the jobs that I did were they didn't have the because we did business you know so there's no like concrete translation okay you're gonna like if you mm -hmm. if you do law school you're gonna go like to become a lawyer, become a lawyer, 
yeah so mm -hmm. for us you can do yeah whatever you want basically so <laughs> yeah so i think that's the the thing that you need to to also know that you really have after university you really have to find your path and try to find a, a thing that you want to specialize on you know and you need to discover what's that thing like you need to understand that okay i'm gonna like project management i'm gonna become a project manager and i'm gonna develop those skills i'm gonna look for a job in that on that on the in that area or i'm gonna become a consultant you know i, I like problem mm -hmm. solving i like short deadlines i like i like uh, that that way of that approach you know and i need to develop those skills so i'm gonna go that way so you really need to 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 discover what you like so it's gonna be hard because until you do it you can't really know how it's gonna be for me it was i think it was like that because I tried one job, I, I thought I liked that area, I didn't really like it that much. And then I switched to something else and uh, it was better. And then I switched again and I think I found it even more to what I want, closer to what I want. So I think you you really need to do a bit uh, to go through this after, after you finish university. Yeah. Um... I agree with that. It's, uh, but that's a, the toughest part because when we're talking all about education, but many times the bigger problem is figuring out many times it's not that the education itself is not say the biggest constraint, but rather is your lack of self-awareness in a way of figuring out, you know, first of all, what do you like? Second of all, what are you good at? Hopefully there, there is some kind of overlap between those two things. And then the third point is like, okay, I know what I like. I know what I'm kind of good at. What can I do with this? And what role would fill that more? And uh, yeah, I mean, you remember, dude, you remember we, were, you, we would meet at the library so many times during my master's, even I was doing an internship and studying, but I was so almost obsessed. I want to have a job by the time I graduate. And I, the thing is, I didn't, I was so focused on getting the good grades, on, you know, performing an internship that I wasn't spending enough energy on just described. Okay, what is it that I really want to do? I know that what I can do in the short term, you know, what's important, but what is, is it consulting? Is it, you know, like I said, spreadsheet? Is it, I want to become an agile coach, you know? And I think that's for people there. Yeah, that's what, again, it's kind of a, sounds like bullshit advice, but again, it's the most important thing. The only way you can shorten, in fact, there's no like uh, sh uh, shortcuts. You always have to go through things to figure it out, but the most, optimal way to kind of find to make the most of university years and to land a job that is hopefully something that you like as soon as possible is to kind of spend enough time and energy on these bigger questions and one thing that helped me uh during the master at least i think i mentioned it to you before but i did this uh it was uh, it was like a course on the side but with a a guy he was he had he worked had worked in hr consulting for so long and he basically was creating this course for people who uh, were master students because he found this gap which is basically what we're saying that you know you spend you focus so much on learning you focus so much on x y and z but then you don't actually know many times exactly what what is possible what you want to do so then this this course was like a six-week thing once no, we have a bit longer, I think, a couple of, uh, but point being, it was like a, a one session or weeks or so. And it was just trying to figure it out via questionnaires, via, you know, uh, some interviews. Yeah, what 
skills wise what 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 do you prefer what do you like to do and very broad so for example the result we got even was something along the lines of do you prefer more stability so like knowing exactly your agenda every day being very detail-oriented or do you like chaos do you like change do you like so if you think about life cycle of anything a product a service and that is an S curve. Do you like to be at the beginning? So when everything's kind of broad and you can, there's a lot of opportunities, kind of a blank page, or do you, do you really thrive when things kind of work? You just need to make sure to keep working, just find ways to make it work a little bit better. And also like, do you, how important is it for you to be social when you're up to really handle people, stakeholder management versus just ideas? You like really, you're okay with programming or you're okay with just writing, you know, and that course helped me a, a bit to scope things out and i think that's something everybody should do but to because man we're, we're almost one hour now <laughs> that wasn't the goal for this conversation to be so long i guess going to the to answer this question so was it how was to get the first job yeah at the moment it felt really stressful and i thought it was hard because i, I also my really wasn't that good back then so it felt like a bit of a struggle I was very concerned about oh am i gonna have a can i pay my bills straight after graduating but looking back, man, I, I put, again, I put so much energy. I was very worried and I was lucky that because I had done some internship because I was always trying to, you know, try new things that helped me land something that was interesting, that opened another door and another door. But I mean, I didn't have a concrete idea. That's the path I want to follow. It just happened that some doors opened. Luckily, they were cool. And so far, it's kind of working. But there was no uh, golden path, amazing plan. And I, I'm not sure if you can ever have that. Okay. But to round this up with, yeah. Do so. We covered a lot of things, but the the biggest question, I guess, is would would you do it again? Would you study abroad again? Would you move to the Netherlands to go to uni here and experience what you've done? Was it worth it? I think it was as a whole experience. It was it was a valuable experience in my life. Uh, now, if I think about it, maybe I would have tried a different country. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It was. I think it was. It was all right. Like I would, if you ask me, would you do it again? Yes. If if you have the chance to change something, would you change? I think I would because now I have more information on how it's done in different countries, and I think they have a different approach, and maybe that approach would would have been a bit better for for my way of being you know like uh, but and but i don't really know you know like you, you don't you don't have the the option to, to i wouldn't no. I, I wouldn't know if i if if that would work better or not you know to be honest mm -hmm. but i think yeah maybe it would have been a bit better like there are many countries which they don't have this tough part in the beginning they have like a they ease you in you know they like british mm -hmm. system or i think even in in the austria or germany they have a bit of a more like first year it's a bit easier you get used to the university you get used to living like they take you the 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 and the, the the older you get then you really start to 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 get deep, like it becomes harder for us it was different and uh, it was a bit of a stressful period you know so that's i i didn't really enjoy that but maybe in a, yeah if if i would do it again yeah com compared to staying where i come from for sure i would go i would do it again mm -hmm. you know 
So yeah, maybe it was a bit messy how I said it. <laughs> no, now. no, it's clear. I think but it's a tough question. It, it's a tough question, yeah, because it's a, a lot of ifs. So that's why. But uh, I, I would definitely do the whole going abroad, meeting new people, going through through an educational system, and take take the core values that it provides. I think that's a it's a good experience, but. Uh, there are different systems, so maybe I would try a different one, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't know if for sure if that would be good also, so. Better, yeah, exactly. Better, maybe you would, have, you would have found other other challenges, yeah. No, I, I agree. I think I would also, I would have done it again. I, I, of course, ideally handling things a little bit differently like we were talking about at the beginning. But yeah, I think overall, I feel so lucky that I got the chance to do it. I feel like, you know, looking I'm very super super lucky. I mean, my my grandfather was a a farmer. You know, he couldn't really, uh, you know, he could read and write, but let's put not very well because he didn't get to study very long. He had to leave school just after primary school. So I, I always like thinking about this. I feel really lucky that I got to do it, and I do think that if I hadn't done it, yeah, I would definitely be a different person. Or to go through the whole thing of your kids suddenly, oh my God, oh, new people. I need to somehow find a way to do well at, school, at university to figure out what I want to do with my life and also kind of be happy in a situation where there's a lot of stress, you know, you move a lot, but dude, yeah, we, uh, it was supposed to be a short conversation, but, uh, I, I can't shut up. So yeah. let's, <laughs> long story short, we, we went to uni abroad. We're very lucky. It was, uh, we learned a lot. It was fun. I guess we both agree we would do it again, but tackling a few things differently yeah. and hopefully whoever he listens got something out of this. All right. Thank you. So until <laughs> okay, till till